Hey everyone, I'm Kinex. And I'm Tamara. And I'm Diana. And we are the Sevilla Siblings. So this is our first episode. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, today we're going to be introducing ourselves, who we are, um, you know, what's going on in our lives, what we do. So I'm Kinex. I'm actually the second oldest sibling. Um, <clears throat> I am a civil engineer. I am 30 years old. And the interesting thing is about our, us is that we all have pretty big age gaps. I think uh, some of that was planned. I think some of that was accidental. <laughs> Uh, but you know it is what it is. I think uh, having a big gaps in uh, our brotherhood, I guess, or sisterhood, help us uh, explore different ages and different generations, different uh, and explore the gaps. I think uh, it's interesting. Our relationship is very different between each of us based on the uh, age gap that we have. So, so as I was saying, I'm Connects, thirty years old, civil engineer, and I'm Tamara. I'm the third oldest, so we have a six-year gap between us. So I'm 24. I'm almost 25. I'm a radiation therapist, so I work in healthcare, and yeah. <laughs> so I'm Diana. I'm the youngest. I am 16, so I have a nine-year age gap with Tamara and a 15-year age gap with Kenex. I'm just a full-time high school student. Okay. So... Um we are actually from, our, well, I am from Nicaragua. My parents are from Nicaragua, too. We uh, immigrated here. Both the girls were born here. So that also adds a bit of complexity to our relationships and who we are because we obviously have different back, Very similar background, probably the same, I guess, to most people. But there's a differentiator between us that we see things differently because of that fact. Um, so, yeah, uh, fun things about ourselves. So... Let's start with the youngest, Diana. So Diana's obviously, you know, with COVID going on right now, I think she's the first one to go full-time online as a a student online. So she's also, this summer, she's, well, how about you tell your stuff? (laughs) Um, This summer was quite interesting. I, like, didn't leave the house at all. But I did finally learn how to ride a bike which I never knew how to ride a bike for some reason. She picked it up super quickly. By yeah. Her, probably like super quick. So. I also got to take behind the wheel to get my driver's license. You're currently doing that. Yes. Yeah. And I watched a bunch of shows on my laptop. Cool. So the interesting thing is that I think all of us had gotten our license immediately as we could. Diana tried to do that, but then she... Uh, procrastinated which is very unusual for diana but she did not call <laughs> the agency uh to get her on the road classes getting done so she's doing that right now but uh but she's getting there so actually i think i'm the one that procrastinated yeah the most. She yeah was, she i got my license senior year i got my license a year after i got oh wow until a year after like i was like almost 17 I so i guess that's that's uh, the difference between us <laughs> Uh, I got my license like literally the day that I, earliest day I could get my license is when I got my license. Um, but yeah. Well, you also had your you were the first one to have a birthday in quarantine. So how was that? Oh, yeah. I celebrated my 16th in quarantine. We just ate dinner <laughs> and had a really small cake. And it was like weird because it was like literally only our immediate family. Like I didn't see like any of my cousins. 
which was a first, but it was nice. I had a lot of fun. One of my favorite memories. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so with COVID, I am working from home. I can't say that I've been affected too much in the sense that there's a lot of other people out there that are having it pretty tough. I am lucky enough to be able to work from home. So everything's been as usual, except that, you know, I wake up and go immediately to work. And then when I'm done from work, I'm, I'm already here. Um, I am in the, I did recently move to a house, one of my houses. Now that I have that many houses. <laughs> just, um, I recently moved to a, a new old house. Um, and I moved right before COVID started. So I didn't even get to commute. I think I commuted to work once since COVID started. So I don't know what my commute's going to be. I don't know and how it's how life will be right after COVID for me. Um, I was actually renovating my house while I'm living in it. And I would say that COVID actually messed that up, if anything. Because for me, going to work was my break from seeing the mess in the house and you know, being from work took me off of the fact that the house is not done and I'm in the middle of renovation. So coming from work made me, energize me to take a break from work by working on my house and vice versa. But working in my house with the mess, if anything, like stresses me more. So it overwhelms me and makes me not want to work on it. So um, that's probably the, lo- the most that has uh, affected me. Like I said, I'm still working from home. Everything's Going well at work, everything's as usual, so I can't say um, that has low work down or anything. Um, but it's just, I guess, messed up my uh, the way. Like your routine. Yeah, my routine. Yeah, it's made my routine worse, which I think other people would see it the other way, right? Because everyone wants to work from home and be able to be at work. Uh, but for me, it's, it's definitely been a, a challenge to to not go to work because it was a break from my daily life, I guess. And they, have they said if you're going back? So as of right now, my office, so I work for one of the local counties here or, or with one of the local counties, and there's uh, many employees in one building. So we have issues where um, there's like a couple hundred or a thousand employees in the same building, and it's like a 10-story building. So to ride the elevator, it's only two mm-hmm. people per elevator. So imagine getting all a thousand people up and down, up and down. So it, it just doesn't make sense. Plus only that, plus you have to have space for everyone. So as of right now, it doesn't seem like I'm going to be going back in the immediate future, uh, but they're working that around. So, but I, I guess that the thing about professional um, jobs or jobs with offices is that I think a lot of people wonder if uh, working from home for employees would be good, but no one ever wanted to test it because people you know could not be as effective but i think at least in our case it's turned out that everyone's been as effective as if they were in the office and i think even once covid's uh gone or handled uh it's going to change the work environment i think not everyone's going to be going back to work or at least not full-time in the office so and the other thing is that we've always talked about it. We always have this technology, right, to everyone be able to work from home, go to school from work home. But we never tested it because we never had to. And I think this is the first time we definitely had to test it. And so far, it's working so good. So, so mm. we'll see. Uh, but, yeah, so Tamara, now it's your turn. How is COVID <laughs> affecting your daily routine? 
Um, I think COVID has mainly affected my personal, like, social life more than my work um, environment or anything like that. Because I still get up every morning at, like, 5 in the morning or 6 in the morning to go to work um, just because I work in healthcare. I work in a radiation oncology department, so we haven't stopped uh, working because I work with cancer patients, so I can't stop giving them treatments. (laughs) So I've still been going to work, um, still my regular eight hours a day, but it has changed the way um, we interact with our patients. We obviously have to be more like, um, we have to social distance with them. We can't get too close. We obviously have to wear masks, um, clean everything like perfectly, (laughs) but other than that, um, it's and we also were doing temperature checks for a while, um, and then I think my department for some reason didn't have to continue that, but we have to ask patients every single day if like there's any changes, they have a fever or anything like that. But, um, but yeah, my social life on the other hand, haven't seen my friends in a while. <laughs> I see them maybe once in a while, like once in a couple months, but. But that's okay, because uh, due to COVID, now we get to hang out all the time, right? So, <laughs> Yeah, I think this is the most we've hung out yeah. since, well, because you lived farther away, and now it's, right. you're like 10 minutes away. <laughs> right, so we actually get to hang out like almost every day now. Yeah. Um, I mean, we even go on walks all the time, so yeah, we haven't done those in a while. So <laughs> I was like, oh, what walks? Well, we do, do we've, been, walks. We've, we've been blaming the rain for that. <laughs> Oh, true, 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 true. You know, Th- thanks like... for reminding us what the problem here was. It's Rain. been raining like for like three weeks yeah. nonstop, so yeah. that messed us up. Yeah, that just messed up the whole routine. Yeah. I've been so depressed that I haven't even woken up, too, because we usually go walk. Actually, we used to go walk up like at 5 a.m. In the morning, yeah. And that's because Tamir has to get up to, has to get ready after our walks to go to work. Um, so, yeah, we were walking like at 5 a.m., biking in the afternoon. yeah. Uh, which is where Diana learned to bike. She also did have her first collision in a bike. <laughs> oh yeah, she. <laughs> Diana, you should, you should talk um, about your experience with that. <laughs> I don't even know. Like we were, it was like the smallest hill ever. Like it was not a big hill, and I was going down it, and then like, and was, you were you was, were ahead of every yeah, everyone. No one saw yeah. this happen, <laughs> and it was like not like a little bit of a sharp left turn, and I was like. I'm going slow enough that I can just make the turn. No biggie. Um, I was not going slow enough. And there was a sign and I <laughs> slammed my face into the sign. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And you, you were in shock. Cause I you was did. so shocked. I was like, <laughs> did that just really happen? I just heard a loud bang. Because I was the second behind. Or I was behind the end. I heard a loud bang. And I wasn't sure what had happened. I, I rushed to her and... Uh, she was like, oh, I'm fine. Nothing happened. And then I saw, like, the, the light of the <laughs> of the reflector of the bike was broken. And I was like, oh, you hit the pole then. And she's like, yeah. And then uh, I didn't realize she had hit her face though, until she was, like, rubbing her uh, her jaw. And I guess that's where she had slammed, I don't know, face yeah. or her cheekbone, right? Yeah. So, it was, like, my, the right side of my jaw. Slammed right into it. Yeah. 
But yeah, she was, you were clearly in shock because like the bike was on the ground. <laughs> you were just standing there like. <laughs> and the most surprising thing is that she did not cry. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like such a cry baby. Yeah, yeah. Diana's the emotional one of the group. You guys might notice that later on. <laughs> yes. It's the easiest to get to tear up super quickly. <laughs> um, Tamara has not had an accident on a bike yet. At least not that I'm aware of. No. Not even when you were younger? Uh, I remember in one of our old houses where we actually had like sidewalks and stuff. I would just jump off the bike though. Like if I knew I wasn't going to stop, I would just like throw myself off the bike. <laughs> so that way I wouldn't like, like, I don't know, hurt myself. <laughs> so a funny story about Tamara, which I don't know if I should say it. I will oh say God. it. It's that uh, when Tamara wanted to learn how to ride a bike. Oh my God. I know would, uh, my, my dad would try to teach her how to ride a bike. So he bought her a, a bike with training wheels. <laughs> And Tamara was on the bigger side, so <laughs> and she was saying, yeah. And uh, when she got on the bike the first time, she got on it, and then she just went to the side, and the training wheel just like bent immediately <laughs> with the bike. So then my dad actually had to go and buy a second, a second pair of training wheels, and she, he had to like reinforce it, like put two training wheels together, like at least the, the metal piece, <laughs> so it wouldn't bend. So yeah, uh, I've actually had. Plenty of accidents in a bike. Mm-hmm. Way too many. Uh, more than the average kid, probably. I've been riding bikes since I was like five years old, though. Uh, back in Nicaragua, and that was in like rocky uh, roads. The roads wasn't, weren't even paved. It was like dirt and stone. So imagine falling on that, um, which happened a lot. Um, I, I would even say that I felt the hardest time I felt it was on the paved road, though. When they started paving it, I guess I decided to test which one would hurt more. If it would hurt more, <laughs> and uh, it did because I like I like slid my face against the pavement. Um, so back in Nicaragua, it's usually it, people. Oh, the other thing we this is actually one of the differences that we have is that in Nicaragua, uh, riding a bike is a pretty common way to get through the towns or cities, and um, there's common for you to like. Uh, ride with the bike with someone else, meaning you would put them on the crossbar or they would ride on the back wheel. Um, You know, you have those extensions. I can't remember what they're called. Um, So I was riding with my cousin and he was riding the crossbar and we were going down this huge hill. And for some reason, he put his foot in my front wheel and then we ended up like spinning and flipping around. (laughs) And I basically went forward and my face is like scrape the pavement and um so yeah one of the people in the area just saw saw me and like came and like did like first aid like clean my wounds and stuff and that was actually the first time we'd hail or that i saw hail in the town that we i'm from so they saw what hail like rain oh really yeah what the heck (laughs) it was so random right because i went back home and i was afraid my uh i used to live with my grandparents by the way in my in the town that i'm from and um, I was afraid that I was going to get my ass whooped. I don't know why. Like some people, <laughs> right? Like they think they're going to get in trouble or going to get beat when the parents or the grandparents were ever going to be like, oh, my God, are you OK? But I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get in trouble when it was not the case at all. But um, so I, I got into the house and I snuck in through the hill. Everyone was paying attention to the hill. So I just like snuck into the house and went and hid. 
And then until they, they were like, where's Connects? And they came and found me. And I was like, all oh, my face was scraped. Um, so, yeah, plenty of uh, bike accidents. Um, so, yeah, some of the, that's some of the things we've been doing. Uh, yeah, during this COVID pandemic. What else has been going on? Tamara, aren't you learning a language? <laughs> and uh, how, okay, what language? Why did you decide this language? What, what's and how are that? you studying for it? <laughs> how am I studying for it? So I decided to start studying Korean. And yes, I do listen to K-pop, if that's <laughs> the <laughs> most common um, thought. thought, yes. Um, but it wasn't mainly because of that. It was more, I throughout like obviously obviously through k-pop i would see like the artists and stuff but it actually was when i saw like more into like the culture and like the country it's that's itself that i was pretty much interested in learning korean and also i feel like there's a lot of korean population in virginia anyway so it's a pretty cool thing to know as well so yeah so i decided to learn korean I am studying pretty much. I got several materials, like several books, and I use YouTube. That is pretty much my professor throughout quarantine <laughs> is um, some videos on YouTube. I follow like this one guy who is also the author of the book that I have. So I've been doing that. And I'm also doing interpreting for Spanish. Now, this is interpreter training for work. Yes, it's for work. Um, so I won't be doing like the certification itself because I would need to take like the actual exam. But I'm doing a certificate of completion for my job. So that way I can be able to help patients with like forms or um, like doctor visits. Because technically I can't do that right now just because of terminology and things so like that. So now this is a training that you have to do um Especially if you want to translate to someone, if someone comes into you and it's like, "Hey, interpret." <laughs> we've had this discussion, but you want to translate? No, it's actually interpret. But hold on, if you want to translate? <laughs> if you go to, if you go anywhere you go, because this is medical yes. field, and you know, uh, a person that doesn't speak English but only speaks uh -huh. Spanish wants to know something, and they need help with translation or interpreting what yeah. um, they can, not legally, not just anyone can come and like tell you, "Hey, this is what the doctor's saying." Because it's a legal issue that one, mm -hmm. you have to understand what they're saying. To the person that is telling you has to be able to interpret what the doctor is saying. It's not just a matter of, of translating the words. It's a matter of understanding what the doctor is saying. Right. Which is the interpretation part right. of it. Right? You have so, to interpret what the doctor is saying and then be able to translate it. No. So I, this is actually part of my lesson for class. <laughs> the difference between interpretation and translation is that interpretation is like spoken. So like you hear something, you interpret it, and then you say it. But translation is actually like if you read something and then you type it, that's translation. Okay, so translation so, is written, interpreting is uh, like, verbal. Yeah, so interpretation, verbal, and then translation okay. is written. Um, so I can't say that I'm translating. That's like a big whatever for the class but um yeah so legally i shouldn't so when like right now when i see my patients that are hispanic um 
they will speak to me and like I'll speak to them. But I cannot go into like their doctor visits because that's when interpretation happens, meaning that the doctor will say something and I have to literally say the exact same thing the doctor said. Like, I can't right. summarize it. I can't. You can't paraphrase. No. It has to be it word has, by word. It has to be word by word, and right. it has to you be... You can change the order, because obviously yeah. Spanish and English Yeah, like I can change. Orders. Yeah, I can change the grammar, but I can't, like, The meaning take, has to be the same yeah. in the same words. No yeah. I can't take any words out. And if they use, like, like, high terminology, like high register, I have to say exactly like that. I can't, like, say like something like more simpler. It has to be the exact same words. And then if the patient doesn't understand, then I can. So you've been like explaining. learning Korean and Spanish at the same time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we all speak Spanish here, but obviously my Spanish is better because I'm a native speaker. And uh, Tamara, it's pretty good. Mainly because I think she's had a lot of Hispanic friends. I don't, I don't even think that, that was a home thing. Well, I, well, I mean, for the most part, I feel like when we were younger, we, we spoke mainly Spanish. And then once we all knew English, we uh-huh. were kind of like, oh, let's just talk in English. Which is, by the way, just so that we're <laughs> clear. So um, we have another brother who's obviously not in the podcast. He's older than us. Um, so him and I came to the, to the United States. Obviously, we didn't speak English. And Tamara was already, Tamara was born here. So Tamara was three by the time we got here or something like that. Yeah. Um, she obviously was living here already, but she did not speak English, though. That was mm-hmm. the other thing. I learned English before Tamara did <laughs> because I started going to school before Tamara did. Once yeah. she went to school, she obviously picked it up super quick and that was a done deal. But um, so Tamara speaks it good, good because she had to, right? My mom, my mom and my parent and my dad both spoke Spanish to her. We spoke Spanish to her. Now, Diana, though, <laughs> by the time Diana came, all three of us, the older siblings, were already speaking English, mainly at home, right? Yeah. Mainly so, so that way my parents didn't know if we were saying anything mean to each other. <laughs> yeah, so um, so yeah, Diana's Spanish is probably the worst. No offense, it's, it's true. Yeah. Um, in fact, sometimes she comes up with words that <laughs> we were trying to figure out what the hell she's saying. But, uh, yeah, so Tamara, obviously there's, because this is medical related, what you're doing for training, there's a lot of stuff you never talked about yeah and simple some some of that simple like thigh right the other thing yeah. is like you were like what the heck is this yeah because i never yeah because i would say pierna right so right. then i like i never thought of like the actual like specific like, part right. yeah part so that's been interesting and um the medical terminology like like the harder ones they're not as hard because it's since everything's pretty much latin right <laughs> if we pretty much just flip the words and then i right. so i can kind of like make up a word and just say it and it's see if it's like, correct uh, <laughs> take your chances with the taco yeah. <laughs> right like adding an o and yeah. to the end of the word yeah so it's but yeah it's been cool i actually like it because i i definitely feel like it makes me like try harder in spanish for right. sure diana's also learning spanish actually in school she's in spanish yeah. you're going to spanish for now yes oh wow pre-ap spanish for Okay, cool. She yeah. did not want to take Spanish, by the way. Um, but oh, I had it? to. I don't remember that. No, did I she not? wanted to take French. Oh, I did want to oh. take French. She wanted to take French. And I either convinced her or forced you her. You bullied me into it. <laughs> One of yeah. the two. But I think in the long run, it's the better 
Yeah. yeah cause I took French in high school and now yeah. I'm kinda like I should've taken Spanish mm-hmm. like everyone's like oh that's an easy A whatever but I'm like no I, I probably would've definitely learned <laughs> Spanish yeah I mean Di- Diana's Spanish <laughs> got a lot better yeah. right? and she's conjugate verbs and stuff a lot better now um, she's learned a lot of words uh, some of them we disagree with her teacher cause she comes home sometimes and asks hey how do you say this and we tell her one way. Her teacher's like, no, that's not the right way. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, because is. like it has to be very like by the book. Mm-hmm. And even though what I'm saying is technically correct by the book, it would be wrong. Are they teaching you like Spaniard Spanish or is it like, is it like a specific like location? I think, I think it's Mexico Spanish. Well, it's more South American based Spanish than Spaniard Spanish. So there's... Castellano and they're, they're Spanish, right? You guys know there's what? two different yes. languages, right? Yes. Or variation of the same language. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's Spanish and there's Castellano. Yes. So, Castellano is what we speak in Latin America. Spain is what they speak in, Spanish is what they speak in Spain. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, do you guys have to learn like vosotros and stuff like that? We do have to learn it, but it'll never come you up on a test. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, I actually took Spanish too in high school. Now, I did not take Spanish as my foreign language. Oh, I did. But before everyone starts saying, well, like what you're saying, it's CA. I actually took four years of German. And then I took one year of Spanish. I can't remember why I decided to take Spanish. I just thought it was a good idea. Probably an AP class, to be honest. I, um, I only took Spanish five AP. That's because I took a placement test. And I guess that's where I, that, that was the highest class they had. And actually, it was funny that um, when I went to I showed up my first day of class for Spanish, I was expecting a bunch of Hispanics with me, or you know, probably doing the same thing as me. There were actually two, three other Hispanics in that class, and both of them I knew. They were like my pretty good friends. Everyone else was like um, the remaining were like a bunch of uh, white girls taking the class, and their Spanish was actually like really good. Like I was shocked. It was pretty proper. They knew a lot. And then the first thought that came to my mind was look, and I knew many, many of them. The first thought that came to my mind was like, let me look around, see who I've been talking trash about in <laughs> Spanish. Um, luckily, that was not the case for any of them. Um, but yeah, all of them were actually really smart. That, that was like the smart, the smart group of, of my uh, graduation, graduating class and the one before me. So yeah, it was pretty interesting. Now, uh, talking about classes and Spanish and Diana, you're, you're, what, two weeks from going back to school? I, it's nearly one week. One week going back to school, yeah. and uh, I was just going to be very different. Uh, the same as how you ended it, right? Go, you're going back online. Yes. So my county decided to do first quarter, first quarter online, second quarter more like a decision. You can choose if you want to stay online, or you can see if you can go back. A completely different schedule. And yeah, it's going to be weird. The schedule is like kind of confusing, not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be interesting because the way your classes ended was kind of like um, your last quarter was basically online, but it was more of almost a voluntary quarter. Yeah. Like people, uh, go ahead and explain Like that. anything we did, like if it wasn't, assigned prior to like March 15th I think or March 13th or something 
literally it could not be graded there were like no grades after that so we kind of just ended the school year it was just done mm-hmm. so people that were going were if they missed or weren't paying attention or not doing mm-hmm. their assignments they weren't really being affected by it it's just yeah like, um so yeah it's going to be interesting because this time it won't be the case um and there were a lot so i guess the last quarter I feel like it wasn't taken as serious. Yeah. But this one will have to be taken seriously. And uh, there's certain assignments, right? Like in Spanish, I assume you had conversations with some... You broke up in groups or in partners. Yeah. And- um, a lot of like other counties have started. And like through Canvas, people have been doing like breakout rooms. And I like think that's really interesting. And I wonder if my school is going to do that. Mm-hmm. Where like they just like divide it up. And then you're in like another call with only just like two people from the class and then you're supposed to do a project together but then you can't even trash talk and do that call because it's probably a monitor <laughs> so yeah yeah it's going to be interesting yeah that'll be yeah. interesting especially since like because you're taking ap classes like several yeah I and i feel like, like with that i feel like it's a lot of discussions so now that'll be interesting yeah the funny thing is that you got lucky too because you were taking one class online that started and then COVID happened and your class pretty much just ended. Yeah. So I practically, the class I took online was USVA history. Oh, now college is going to know. Why'd you have to, <laughs> why'd you say the class? Don't, don't say the class that you're in. <laughs> it was a joke, Diana. Don't yeah, panic. I was <laughs> like, what? The other thing about Diana is that uh, because she's the youngest she has the most anxiety, probably because <laughs> she has to fulfill not only my parents' expectations, but also like... Uh, the older siblings. Yeah, the older siblings' expectations. So she just has a lot of anxiety sometimes. Yeah. So I took USVA online. And when the whole quarantine happened, I expected them to be like, it's fine. Like, just continue your classes. Like, we'll send you week assignments every day. It was not like that. They were like, you know what? Actually, we're done completely. Whatever you have right now is your grade. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I, ha- I had an A in the class, but I literally do not know anything past the Civil War. We did not <laughs> go past the Civil War. So do not ask me anything about USVA because I will not know. <laughs> You didn't finish, like, your USBA course. And obviously, that means that all the other people that were taking that class didn't finish. I wonder if, like, they would do maybe, like, a little refresher. Like, in but, Gov? But that's, what, oh, that's but a yeah. class that is not continuous. Oh, it's right. not, like, math. Yeah. yeah. So. I was going to... Because I know if, like, you did, like, Western Civs and then yeah. you went into the Civil War or whatever. It's, like, you can kind of continue it there. But yeah, it's like next, if it was World One and then ne- I went yeah. to World Two, I would yeah. need a refresher. Yeah, but it's you're going to government. Yeah. for your next history course. So yeah, Diana yeah. knows that uh, the uh, the people came to Jamestown. And that's what she knows. <laughs> she doesn't know what happened. Yeah, I know like who settled where, but other than that, yeah, because it's funny because really she she she's gonna watch Pocahontas to try to. Make <laughs> yeah, it's funny because the only reason. Because I, I suck at history, so I don't know Oh my God, Tamara's the worst. <laughs> so I was actually learning history because you would be like, oh, this is what happened in whatever year. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's ironic <laughs> because I love history. I'm such a history buff. I like adore it, especially since I like am pretty good at memorizing. 
I will remember a lot of what I learned. So not what's my, my phone number? You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it. I'm kidding. <laughs> my point was that you can't memorize everything. But yeah, I said a big chunk of it. I didn't say um, anything. Yeah, I like history too. I and I have a pretty good memory as well. So yeah, Tamara is the only one that uh, history was not my was thing. Lacking at that. No. So. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be interesting this this school year for you. Um, uh, the other thing is, so you're going back online only. Um, what was I gonna say? Mm, can't remember. How how was, have you prepared for it? Yeah, how are you preparing for it? Obviously, there's no back to school shopping, so sorry. Yeah, you can buy your pencils or whatever. I actually was gonna go back to school shopping, but like for like some random things, like a pair of scissors and some pencils. But like, I got several scissors, but. <laughs> What are you going to buy? Hoodies? So Hoodies. You, so you show yourself. Yeah, I'm just going to buy different crew necks. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, I've been kind of thinking if I should set up a monitor to kind of have like double screens or if I should just stay with like my laptop. Mm-hmm. Not really sure. Unless you're lucky that you have a laptop. I know a lot of students. Yeah. yeah. Have to like borrow laptops from the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah. Not only that, but it's just... It, Partial is the computer, which I know some schools are solving by lending some. But then you have to think about the network. Then you have yeah, to get the Wi-Fi. good Wi-Fi connection. Yeah. So. I know here they're like letting you like be in the parking lot of the school. Yeah, like they're trying to like oh. ex- like make like a hotspot. But then you, you can't gather around a big group in a parking yeah. lot. Unless, I mean, you obviously keep your distance. I was wondering distance. that if you had like um, economic... Uh, needs or you know financial needs mm-hmm. that the school should allow you to come to the auditorium or to come to like uh, the library oh yeah somewhere with like a lot you basically space. would have to apply it. i don't know you know, I don't yeah. know. yeah it's hindsight 2020 from point from here it's easy to come up with solutions that yeah because i mean sure the the school thing like the hotspot i think that's a good idea but some people might not even be able to get there. They'll probably have to walk for a while. Right, your parents they, might they, not be there. Yeah, they might not have like, a ride. They might not allow it. Like, what yeah. about bathrooms? If you go in yeah. the parking lot, use <laughs> the bathroom, right? Right. Yeah, that's so. true. So it's, but we'll yeah, see. at least you're lucky to to have the, yeah. all the necessary things to yeah. be able to be successful mm-hmm. in there. Um, so yeah, um, what else? You you're going back to school going to be getting your license you were so um looking forward to be able to drive to school (laughs) i was i really was yeah can't drive you can drive maybe to get some lunch (laughs) maybe some coffee in the morning like that's about it i thought that was gonna happen there's a coffee machine in the house (laughs) my parents are gonna be like um where are you gonna wake up like five minutes before her class starts (laughs) roll to bed Open the camera. And be like, Hello. <laughs> Hello. Is this Spanish or is this math? Like, I'll what, be like, what where am I? <laughs> She's gonna be like, Buenos dias. And then be like, uh, sign, cosine. <laughs> yeah. So funny. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the other thing is that I think, but I think we were talking about how your class ended. You had just started your class. It ended. So you didn't have to make it up. So you kind of got an easy A, right? Easy yeah. grade. I'm the other thing that differentiates us, and I think this is a differentiator between me and the you girls. two. Yeah. 
and even Alan too, who's Alan's our oldest brother, is that I'm the biggest procrastinator, I think, out of the three of us. Yeah. Do you guys agree? Yeah. Oh, well, the four, four of us. I'm the biggest procrastinator, and I was the kind of guy that would be in class and leave everything towards the end, and then towards the end, panic. <laughs> panic and still be able to be, do enough to be okay. Not the greatest, but okay, right? So I would have been screwed by COVID because I would have been the guy that was like, ah, I'll take care of the fourth quarter. And then the fourth quarter didn't even count. So I would have been like completely screwed. Yeah. Um, even if I, that wasn't the case, I feel like I always am the unlucky guy that always gets screwed by life events that happen. So yeah, at least you were lucky about that. You were, you did your work and stuff early enough. Um, yeah. Actually going back to like the interpreting course, um, cause I haven't, I've been out of college for like a year and some months now, but like doing that course, I've went like, it's interesting cause I like just went back to like my school mentality. Like I was like, mm-hmm. I need to do everything. I need to have enough time. I need to practice this, this, and this. I have to read these pages. So it was interesting actually to like kind of, um, go back to like that mentality. Mm-hmm. So. I would say I would like to go back there too, but uh, I was still yeah. procrastinating. In class, so that, that wouldn't help me much. Um, but yeah, so yeah, COVID has been affecting all of us. I guess. I guess uh, in terms of socially, uh, it's. Uh, I guess the movies are coming back now, but you know, there's there's a big uh, concern with mm-hmm. going back to the movie theaters. But I think we're all. We are big movie watchers or big yeah. movie goers. Not yeah. together, probably because we didn't live as close to each other. Um, and there was a movie theater right next to where I used to live, so there was no point yeah. for me to go anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so in, in terms of activities, I feel like that's the one that's affected me. Obviously, hanging out with friends. I I haven't hung out with a lot of friends for a while, but that's okay. I guess it's... I would like to say that... that that equals reduction of the alcohol consumption, but I don't think that's <laughs> that's the case at all. I mean, you've had virtual hangouts, virtual happy hours. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Um, yeah, and those are actually a lot more fun than I thought they would be. Or uh, I guess it's always about the people you hang out with, mm-hmm. not not where you hang out with, or or how you hang out with them. Wow, so poetic. Wow, yes, so, so wise. Deep. It's about the company, <laughs> not about the location. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's affected all of us. It definitely, the other thing that the big effect that it had on me is that, uh, right before COVID happened, actually, I was, uh, getting ready to propose and I had everything planned out and, uh, COVID started coming up on the news, uh, all the places, the way I was going to do it was still open, but I was like, let me, let me see, let me hold off like another week, see how it happens. And then everything shut down. And then at that point, I was like, oh, well, uh, I don't know what to do now. So I had to I had to figure out another way to do it. Uh, and so I did get engaged, what, uh, two months ago now. And, uh, yeah, it's been that long. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I, I had to do it a lot simpler than I wanted to. It probably saved me a lot of money, so that's okay. Uh, wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it definitely affected that. Um, not only that, but the fact that we can't celebrate that either. Like I told people, and they were like, "Oh yeah, congrats from online, you know, not not uh, 
some people wanted to meet, but I was like, wait, well, I don't know. That would be the most responsible thing to do now. But, but yeah, it's 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 definitely affecting everything, and uh, hopefully it will get better in the upcoming months. So yeah, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, we're trying to push a lot of things. We everyone I think has a lot of projects going on, even with COVID. COVID's not stop. Shouldn't be stopping anybody's train. If anything, I feel like COVID should be allowing people to pursue their dreams, right? There's a lot of people that didn't have the time. Now, a lot of people, all those people have the time. They may not have all the means in terms of financial means because, you know, they have to worry about that too. But a lot of people had like the unemployment checks and all those other things. So I feel like this was the time. You know, I feel like our family in general is a type of family that likes to see the positive out of things. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of people that it's hard to see positives, right? When you're losing family members, where there's so much going on, um, when you're getting laid off and all the stuff it's, it's i'm not saying it's easy to look at the positive things but if you look at the positive things you know if, if you're getting like unemployment check and you're able to sustain yourself a little bit this is the time to pursue your dreams this is the time to start your podcast this is the time to start your uh, youtube channel there's so much stuff that you could be doing right or this is the time if you're working from home this is the time that you don't have to commute as much right you, you get to take that time and invest it in yourself this is the time to invest in yourselves um, obviously it's easier said than done because I am one of them. I could have been doing so many other things mm-hmm. that I haven't. Um, there's been a lot of Netflix watching for sure. Um, but yeah, so this podcast is a result of that. Actually, we, we you know, we've been talking about doing a podcast, a YouTube channel. So, um, yeah, this is, this is why, why we're doing it because we've always wanted to do it. And, uh, this, this is the right time to do it trying to get the positive out of the situation so um but anyways uh thanks to all the listeners thanks for joining us i hope you guys like our conversations our stories um it, at every conversation we have every stories we talked we're gonna get three different points of views you know from different age gaps from different genders from immigrant versus you know uh, american born so uh, if, if you enjoy this conversation or if you, yeah, if you enjoyed the podcast, if you enjoyed the episode, follow us on Instagram, which is the Sevilla siblings. Okay. Should I spell that out? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, spell it out. Sevilla. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. everyone knows how to space, spell siblings. <laughs> <laughs> Sevilla as S-E-V-V as in Victor, I-L-L-A. Look, the way she's pronounced Sevilla is because all her Spanish classes. Exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, follow us on Instagram. Um, if you guys want to write us, uh, write to us, suggest any topics that we should discuss, whether if, you know it's related to us being siblings, gender gaps or anything, you can write us write to us at uh, at the siblings at gmail.com. So yeah, thanks for listening and we'll catch you guys next time. Bye. See ya. See you guys. <laughs>